As AI continues to revolutionize our world, there's a critical conversation we can't ignore. AI safety and security. And that's where HackerOne's AI red teaming comes into play, rigorously testing AI models to prevent them from being misled or exploited. HackerOne employs over 2 million ethical hackers, and 750 of them specialize in prompt hacking and other AI security and testing. So HackerOne isn't just theorizing, they're actively safeguarding AI's future. Just recently, a team unearthed over 100 vulnerabilities in just two weeks. So whether you're at the helm of a startup or steering product innovation at a large company, it's time to prioritize AI security. Visit HackerOne.com slash AI for more. Again, HackerOne.com slash AI. This episode is sponsored by Porkbun.com. Porkbun is a refreshingly different domain name registrar that's different from the other ones like GoDaddy or Namecheap. They've got low prices on hundreds of different domain extensions. They've got everything from .com domains to really cool ones like .pro, .dev, .xyz. Every domain name at Porkbun comes with tons of freebies too, like SSL certificate, who is privacy, DNS, URL forwarding, and hosting trials. Because why pay for things that should be free, right? All these incredible features and tools are backed by incredible support, 365 days a year, and more five-star reviews on Trustpilot from real customers than anyone else. Look, you can get a dollar off your next domain name from Porkbun and see why they're the best domain name register around by using our code. Just go to porkbun.com forward slash rocketchipfm24. That's porkbun, P-O-R-K-B-U-N dot com forward slash rocketchipfm24. You'll save a dollar on your next domain. This episode is brought to you by Gigantic. At Gigantic, you can level up your product skills through live, small group, cohort-based trainings. We're incredibly excited to welcome you to our next cohort of our product strategy training, kicking off in January of 2024. This course will take you through the frameworks that product leaders use at companies like eBay, DoorDash, Groupon, Rent the Runway, in order to scale their teams. It's taught by Ben Foster, a friend of this podcast, who is the former chief product officer at Whoop. So come join us. Go to gigantic.is. That's gigantic.is. And save your seat for our January cohort. Your potential is gigantic, and we're here to help you reach it. Go to gigantic.is to reserve your seat today. Welcome to the Rocket Ship Podcast. I'm Michael Saka. I'm Joelle Steiniger. And I'm Matt Goldman. And we're having 20-minute talks with entrepreneurs teaching you how to launch your product into revenue. Check out our book at howtobuildarocketship.com to reserve your launch discount and to download a free chapter. Today on the podcast, we've talked with Nathan Gilmore, co-founder of Team Gantt, about how they've bootstrapped their way to thousands of monthly customers. We also talked about how Michael's distributed team at Brandisty could benefit from Gantt versus other methodologies. Welcome to the Rocketship Podcast. We're here with Nathan Gilmore, one of the co-founders of TeamGantt.com. Uh, Nathan, welcome. Hi, thank you. Uh, happy to be here. So why don't you give us a quick overview of um, your product, uh, Team Gantt? 
Sure. It's, uh, it's basically an, an easy way to schedule your projects uh, online and share it with your team. Very cool. Now, I love your, your kind of background story on, on starting. Um, take us back to the beginning and, and tell us how you guys self-funded this business. Yeah, sure. Uh, so it was, uh, it was back in 2009, and it was um, myself and my co-founder, John Corelli, uh, we were both working together at his family's uh, commercial roofing company, and we were uh, writing you know software for them to manage work orders and and um, all that kind of good stuff. And to manage our process of it, uh, we wanted to be able to use Gantt charts. Um, and the reason we wanted to do that was to be able to uh, figure out how long things were going to take and communicate it to other people in the business and say. You know, in two months from now, we think we're going to have these features and um, and we could kind of plan it out step by step and see, you know, we could put dependencies and see what needs to be done before something else starts. And um, we were we were doing that and we were using a desktop version of, you know, some Gantt chart software at the time. And it was just kind of tough because, uh, you know, I'd, I'd print it out and we, you know, shared amongst ourselves and. Uh, then instantly, a couple of days later, you know, we're changing some dates around and those printouts are out of date. So we're looking for something that was web based, uh, something we could easily share with each other. Um, everyone could have, you know, real time access to and, you know, know what the latest plan is, uh, but we couldn't find it. And so we thought, well, uh, maybe this is something that, you know, other people would be interested in as well. So uh, at that point, we, you know, we just started kind of working Saturday mornings. Uh, over my house, John would come over to my basement and we would just uh, start working on it. The first thing we did was we created really just a basic landing page. Um, and it just said, you know, this is what we're thinking of building and roughly what we would think we would charge. And if you have any interest, you know, give us your email address and we'll, we'll let you know. We'll give you updates on it. And uh, to our surprise, people started signing up for it and uh, giving us their email address and, uh, so that was kind of an encouraging sign. And we, we, the first thing we did to drive some traffic to the site was uh, we had those, uh, one of those like free Google AdWord, like $100 coupons. <laughs> <laughs> and so we, uh, we thought, well, let's use that. It's, you know, give that a shot. And we actually got, I'm not sure what it was. I, I want to say maybe seven or eight people uh, signed up, you know, gave us their email off of that. So we thought, hey, that's cool. Like, these are people we don't know. They're actually interested in the product. And uh, so we kept just, you know, working at it and, um, you know, and we just kept accumulating these, these signups. And a year later, when we were ready to actually launch the product, we had uh, 1,400 people that had said they were interested. And along the way, we had had a beta um, that we had put out and people had been trying that and everything. And um, so that's kind of, I guess, a, a summary of how we got started there. So um, you, you built the product, you, you started having some interest. Um, why not go out and raise money? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, the reason we didn't is we just really felt that, you know, we, we, I guess, number one, I guess we didn't really feel like we needed to. Um, it would have sped things up, but we knew we could still do it on our own. And it allowed us to, you know, keep control of the company, uh, keep the equity, and most importantly, it really just allows us to just answer directly to our customers and not to investors. Um, 
And I think I think investors can be a distraction as well as far as just the time and effort it takes into doing the networking and the, uh, the work and raising the money. Um, you know, we thought, let's just put all of our efforts into the product and, and working on that. And, yeah. um, and you know, it takes a little longer, but, it, but in the end, it's, it's worked out really well. Nice. So um, would you mind sharing um, like how many active users that you have? Yeah, um, we we currently have uh, it's actually uh, in the thousands. We have a couple thousand uh, uh, current paid customers. Nice, that's awesome. Um, yeah, and it's it's everything from you know uh, startups to teams from Fortune five hundred companies, and uh, you know everything in between, really. Very cool. Um, so yeah. I've got a problem here um, as we're building Brandisty. We're we're kind of growing the team. Uh-huh. And we have no set process. We started as a team in the office and we just use a whiteboard um, and we just yeah. throw stuff up on the whiteboard and that becomes our to-do list. Um, but we're starting to grow a little bit where we have um, some part-time people you know, in San Francisco, Chicago, um, even locally here that sometimes work from home. Um, what kind of advice would you give for, for us to, to start getting organized? Well, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, using a tool, um, you know, along the lines of something like Team Gantt would be very beneficial, you know. I mean, obviously something cloud-based since everybody's remote. Um, you know, I mean, ourselves here at Team Gantt, we're, we work remotely. I work from my house. John works from his house. Uh, we hired um, a friend of ours, uh, Meredith, to do support, and she works at her house. And we work with bloggers for our blog, and they're all around the world. Um, and so we're in kind of the same situation and we find it really useful to be able to just, you know, put in tasks, assign them to people, um, you know, coordinate due dates when, you know, when do we think things can be done by, uh, and then we have that schedule set in place. Um, and it's kind of the, it's kind of the hub for everything. So we also have our documents. We can attach documents to our tasks. Uh, we can have um, comments and conversations based around any task. And it's a great way to just keep everything centralized and we kind of know uh, who's working on what. So we can say, we can see, you know, today, what's anybody working on? Tomorrow, what are people going to be working on? And, uh, you know, coming up over the next couple of weeks, uh, what do our workloads look like? And um, it's a great way to forecast things and, uh, you know, keep things on track. Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying the episode. I wanted to take a minute to thank CodeShip for sponsoring the show. CodeShip makes continuous deployment simple and easy, and we've actually been happy customers of theirs for a very long time. You should go to codeship.io slash rocketship to check out videos and tutorials all about how you can start using CodeShip to deploy your product in a better way. Enjoy the rest of the episode. So do you have one person that's kind of the master of of the Gantt chart that really gets in and moves things around and, and sets the goals and schedules or does everyone have free reign to get in there and play with it? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, we actually do it different ways. So like for the things John and I are working on, we both have full reign and we both kind of can log in and add tasks for each other and reschedule things. Um, when like, for instance, if I'm working with our bloggers, um, that'll be just me. I'll just schedule everything out. And I give them access to it so they can log in and they can make comments and, you know, they can update their percent complete and they can say when they're done something so that, you know, I get an email and know that they're done. Um, 
but then that way they can view it, but they don't necessarily have the ability to reschedule everything. So it's kind of nice. I mean, we get that question a lot, you know, which way should we do it? And it kind of depends on the team um, and how things are set up. But typically if one person is kind of setting the schedule and if they give permission to other people to log in and see what they need to be working on and update the percent complete and comments, up, upload documents and that kind of thing, it, it typically works really well. So how much time are you spending kind of organizing the project? And does that ever get in the way of your production? Uh, no, it doesn't take it doesn't take us long at all. I mean, it's, you know, very minimal. I mean, I'd say maybe, you know, I mean, I'm actually like planning maybe 10, 15 minutes a day, you know, in the wow. morning, kind of log in, see what I need to work on, see what things we have coming up. And um, every once in a while, I have a little longer planning session. But uh, no, I mean, <laughs> with being a small team, you know, like like we are, we uh, we have to really focus on just getting work done. And uh, we focus a lot on product and, um, you know, working with customers and figuring out what to build next and then designing and and developing that. So um, we try and just make it, you know, uh, our planning processes, we try and streamline. So what is it about the the kind of uh, Gantt system that might be uh, different from, say, uh, some of the other uh, project tools out there? Yeah, sure. I mean, the there's, you know, if you look at like the base camps and the Asanas and uh, Trello's and um, those are all great tools. And I think they have their purpose. Um, but the one thing they lack, obviously, is being able to get the timeline view of your project. Uh, so so that's kind of where we come into play. And like, uh, for instance, one example would be if you're familiar with Ryan Carson and his uh, startup Treehouse. Yeah. Um, they actually had started out with, with something along the lines of the basic to-do list. And they were working with like contractors and people outside of their uh, immediate startup. And what was happening is people were running behind on their deadlines. And then when those, when those contractors would run behind, then it was pushing other things back. And they were really getting to the point where they were in danger of missing their launch date and, and launching when they wanted to. So they started using Team Gantt to really you know, say, here's our deadlines and set dependencies between tasks. So that way they knew if one piece was delayed, what effect that would have on future tasks and ultimately the end of the project and the end deadline. Um, so that is really kind of what enabled them to turn everything around and make sure they uh, delivered their treehouse and launched on time. So does Gantt come with any kind of um, project management methodology? Um, like you know, Scrum or you know sprints, it, it, or any is any of that wrapped up in it, or is it kind of a free to to use the methodology that you want um, and just helps you organize it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, we have people who do still use. Um, you don't typically hear of, like Gantt being used like as like a, a Scrum or Agile tool, but um, it actually still can be. Uh, you know, you just plan in shorter sprints. So we have some people that'll. Like typically, even what we do is we might just plan like a week or two or, or three ahead um, for real real detailed planning, and it kind of gives us a good gauge. Um, and then we reevaluate because um, you know we're a startup, and you know just like with other people, things do change frequently. Um, but then other companies, maybe an agency or a construction company or somebody else, might want to be able to plan out long term, plan out a six month project in detail. Um, so yeah, there's there's definitely different styles and. Uh, 
you know, another one of the big benefits is you can use uh, like a, like a, you have a resourcing tool. So there's like in the bottom left, you can, or in the bottom right, there's a little view availability tab, which lets you see on any day how many tasks each person has assigned to them. So you can easily see, okay, well, next week on Tuesday, you know, John's got five tasks or he's got no tasks. And it's really kind of uh, just a great way to, you know, see who's busy and, and shift tasks around to make sure you don't overload anybody or that, you know, people aren't sitting around without work either. <laughs> um, do you have anything in the product that helps people continue to use it? Like, I know that when I used to work at an agency, the big problem in getting everyone to stay, you know, moving forward on a project was really partly the communication, partly just using the tools that we had in front of us. Right. Uh, and it seems like a lot of times you'll get into something like that, get everything set up perfectly and then never log in again. Do you have, <laughs> do you have things built in to kind of encourage and um, promote the use of, of keeping on top of it? Yes, yes, absolutely. I mean, that's a big part of it for sure. Um, and we work a lot with our customers to kind of figure out, well, what is it that's going to help you know, get your team involved because we work with project managers. Who, they've got no problem logging in every day because that's their job. But then what about the other people on the team? Um, so a few things we've done is, you know, the simple things like emails. So we have emails like a daily summary email that goes out every day and lets everybody know what tasks they currently have in progress and what they should be working on. Um, and then we also have um, right when you log into the app, Right when you log into Team Gantt, uh, there's actually right away you're presented with uh, your, it's called the weekly calendar view. And so you can see exactly what tasks you have to be working on today. And you can actually update the percent complete from there. It looks just like a weekly calendar. Um, and then you can see kind of what you have coming up for the week. So that way it's not like people need to log in and filter through a whole bunch of, you know, some big Gantt charts to figure out what is it that just they need to work on. Um, so we have that. And then actually just today, uh, last night we released a new feature and it's called uh, list view. And what that does is it's another way of viewing all the information that's in the Gantt chart, but in more of like a basic to-do list type view. Uh, so some people we found like in agencies, you might have a project manager that's great with Gantt charts, but other people on the team are not so familiar with it. And they might log in and go, ah, I'm kind of overwhelmed. I don't want to look at all this. I'm going to ignore it. Um, so we built this list view where people can log in and just see a basic to-do list view of the tasks in the project. They can even filter down to see just the things they need to work on. And people have been really excited about that. So I'm curious, uh, going back to the bootstrapping a little bit. Um, yeah. What was, the, what was the most challenging aspect of that for you guys? Uh, yeah, great question. You know, I think it. I think it's just the time. You know, I mean, we had, we were working pretty much just Saturday mornings. Believe it or not, um, John would come over to my house and we would just work Saturday mornings. And uh, you know, because obviously we had our day jobs during the week. Um, you know, I was married, so I you know I wanted to spend time with my wife, and she actually worked. She does hair, so she was working on Saturdays. So when she was working, then I would work on uh, you know on Team Gantt. Um, you know, same with John at the same time we were building team Gantt, our, uh, church was, uh, building a new building and his father's the pastor of it. And so he was very involved with that. So that was pulling him away. And, um, so we just had to be really, really focused. You know, we had to know that when we worked on Saturdays that we had a plan going into it, that we knew exactly what we wanted to do. 
and that we were picking the right tasks and the most important features to work on. Um, so definitely, you know, and even today, you know, even now that we're full time on it, uh, it took us um, about a year, let's see, about a year or so working part time, um, you know, and then when we went full time after we were earning, you know, enough money. Um, and even now working full time, we still have to be very focused on what we're doing because it's just the two of us, uh, plus Meredith, who's, who's doing support. Um, but it's working and, you know, we've been able to accumulate, you know, thousands of customers around the world with, uh, uh, two people and no funding. Yeah. So it is possible. It just takes a little time and some hard work and some focus, but, um, you know, in the end it's, it's worth it. That's awesome. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on here, Nathan, and, um, and, you know, discussing Gantt with us. It's, it's something that I didn't know a ton about, and um, this has been incredibly helpful. Yeah, sure. No, absolutely. I'm, I'm happy to do it. I mean, I, I've listened to some of your other interviews, and, you know, just I think that this type of thing is, is so beneficial and so helpful. And um, it's this kind of thing that's helped us learn so much about how to do Team Gantt by listening to other entrepreneurs. So, um, I'm, I'm happy to see you guys are doing this. It's great. Cool. Well, thank you. Um, so where can we keep up with you and the team Gantt progress online? Yeah, sure. Um, so, uh, we're on Twitter. It's just team Gantt. Uh, me, I'm Nathan Gilmore on Twitter. And, uh, of course, just, uh, go into our website, teamgant.com. Cool. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, sure. Well, thanks for having me. Thanks, Nathan. Thanks. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Rocket Ship Podcast. If you haven't yet, pop open iTunes and subscribe to be notified of future episodes. We have some really great ones lined up. And while you're there, leave us a review. We really appreciate each and every one of them.